On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're discussing John Cooper's post-game press conference from last night. We also talk about what do the Lightning do going forward as they try to recollect, re-prepare, as they will get two straight games against the Washington Capitals. All that more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day on this episode of Locked On Lightning. We're just going to go really in-depth or or really just talk about John Cooper's post-game comments uh, from last night, uh, as well as moving forward and, and, and looking at what the Lightning can do to really kind of recollect themselves after uh, what was really a very disappointing loss. Like I said the, on last night's episode, that the Lightning had a prime chance uh, going into this game uh, to beat a very decently uh, offensively prowess uh, Arsenal team, I guess. Uh, I mean, I mean, really, I didn't go – and before we get into Cooper's comments, I just want to say real quick is that I failed to mention the whole Evander Kane thing. Um you know, him leaving the game due to a, the, the incident between him and Maroon. And, and you know, it, it was just a very, just not a good, not a good situation, especially for a player moving off the ice uh, with that kind of injury. And and it seems as though everything is going to work out for the best for him. And, and you know, regardless of how you feel about, about Evander Kane, you never want to see an opposing team player or any player for that matter uh, get injured like that, especially where, you know, in a situation that could be potentially – uh, career ending or life threatening, but um, yeah, I mean the Lightning were in a good position last night after you left because now after he left the game because they had ten forwards and they just still did not capitalize and then you just you just pile everything else on from what we spoke about last night onto that and yeah, it was just not a good not a good loss. Um, I mean, there's really there's very few things, uh, very few games uh, in which uh, the Lightning have a a good loss uh, or, you know, a team has a good loss, but we've seen quite a few of those this season. Um, but yeah, going and looking at what John Cooper's comments were last night, he was asked, you know, just based off, you know, first off, what, what was his thoughts, um, especially on the, on the special teams. And, you know, he said it plain and simple that they need to work on stuff, you know, um, allowing the shorthanded goal. That's not really ideal. Uh, and I'm very much paraphrasing. Uh, so, you know, if you want to go back and, and listen to the the press conference with Cooper, uh, go ahead and do that. I It, it was interesting. Um, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was only listening to what he said. And, and John Cooper is a lawyer. He's like a legitimate lawyer. That's what he went to school for. So, you know, he knows how to handle himself. Uh any situations and he and he knows how to give you just a mu- just enough without giving a lot up and you know I criticized him and and really just the whole team last night really because I feel like their their body language uh in situations like this and just after losses in games where everybody knows they should have had one they missed an opportunity and and I feel like I just want to see some more emotion out of this team not in the you know the the players that the players that you really only see 
true emotion out, you know, frustration. And maybe sometimes they kind of get a little too carried away as, you know, the guy who I'm really thinking about is Nikita Kucherov. You know, he plays clearly with his th- – there's times where he he really goes out there and you could see he's wearing his heart on his sleeve. And then there's other times where he's just – you don't know what he's thinking. He's just kind of floating out there and just instead of being aggressive and, and going out there and, and playing his game, he's trying to – he's kind of waiting for the game to come to him. Um, but – I, I thought, you know, for everything I said last night and then watching the Cooper press conference uh, just a few moments ago before recording this, I I don't really have a problem with what he said. You know, obviously, I, going into it, I didn't want to be too critical. I wanted to give the guy a chance. And, you know, he said all the right things. He, um, he said what you're supposed to say in that situation as a coach. You're supposed to say, you know, we're going to work on things, obviously, the, the power play and the special teams and, you know, just the special teams in general, that being the, the PK as well, is not where it's supposed to be. And, you know, I, I threw up that stat last night that, you know, the t- the lightning are actually at the rate they're going. I think I don't remember the exact um, phrasing of it. If Go ahead and, and listen to last night's episode real quick. But. Uh, basically, the Lightning are on track to give up the most power play goals. I think. I think that was the the stat there, and it's by like they're about to beat last year's records, and by probably I think it's like two hundred something like that, or some something in that ballpark. I forgot. Maybe it's chances actually. But anyway, the what I'm trying to get at is that. John Cooper, it's one thing to say something like that and be like, we got to work on things. You know, we have a couple of days in practice to work on things. We didn't play well. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. Um, and, you know, they. it seemed as – I don't know who asked them the question about Evander Kane and, you know, how hard was it trying to get the team refocused after that, um, which I get you have to ask that question, but at the same time it's like, your the Oilers were playing the same game you were okay you know they that was their teammate if 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 you're gonna say that you know John Cooper or I excuse me the Tampa Bay Lightning were rattled by Evander Kane getting hurt the way he did uh the team that he is on didn't seem very rattled uh about it and and did a good job kind of just getting themselves back into the game and it was kind of hinted at uh, early on in the po- in, in the presser that, you know, they got off to a slow start and that's really what happens. And that's really the, really the starting point for every lightning loss is that this team in games, which they, you know, they're at home. Okay. I, I feel like most, and, and I know I'm jumping all over the place now and, and there's a lot to dissect not only from the Cooper press conference and and just it opens up a lot of doors as to what could be spoken about and what needs to be done with this team and the reason why i'm jumping all over the place is because yeah cooper says you know we need to be better we need to work on things right we need to work on everything and it's one thing to say that but it's another to actually you know go to practice do that and then show it in the next game and you have two games coming up against the Washington Capitals, who I think are one of the older teams in the NHL, who are is a team who is not particularly good, in my opinion. But if the Lightning go out 
they play the way they did against Edmonton. Um, you know, I spoke about it that you didn't want Leon Dreisaitl and and Connor McDavid to beat you on certain chances, you know, especially odd man chances. Uh, and that really the lightning allowed that allowed that to happen. They didn't play a disciplined game and you gave Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl four chances to beat you and they beat you twice. And really, if the Lightning go out and don't play the way they're supposed to play over the next couple of games, now we're just going to start talking about Alexander Ovechkin uh, beating you because we all know how great of a scorer he is. And so you, the Lightning really needs to buckle down over the pat, over the next couple of days. Uh, we need to see some actual legitimate growth over the next couple of games. Um, I would not be surprised if we see Zach Bogosian maybe on the second part of that that uh that Capitals mini series, if you want to call it that. But yeah, just to round things out, I I think what Cooper said at the press conference wasn't surprising. It wasn't completely out of the box either. Um, it's like I said, it, it's you know we could talk and talk and talk. Um, until the cows come home. But at the end of the day, we need to see action from this team. And we have yet to see not only action and growth, but we haven't seen it consistently. So uh, the team needs to improve. Uh, right now, they're sitting outside of the the third spot in the Atlantic Division. They're trailing Toronto by two points. And they're tied with Florida. And Buffalo is right there. You know what? Listen, like a lot of these teams, except for maybe Ottawa, who is just – gotten off to a brutal start to start the season. Um, and it definitely makes that, that win against them um, a lot, a lot more bad looking now, but uh, you know, the Atlantic division as of right now, it's close. And yeah, maybe when we go into January, it might be a different story, but this is where you accumulate those points. This is where you kind of build some distance between yourself and these, these other teams. Um, and the lightning need to start doing that now, or they're going to find themselves in, a potentially precarious situation down the road. So we'll talk about what the Lightning need to do, uh, maybe personnel-wise. Maybe it's time to shake things up, namely the lines. Uh, is Nick Pervix playing himself into a first-line spot now? We'll talk about that as well. But first, I'm going to talk about this episode's sponsor. And this is a product I literally use every day. I started taking this because, you know, I wanted to... I wanted to to feel better. I've you know I've had some stomach issues in the past, uh, and and you know it had a lot to do with diet, uh, and so I've been starting to take uh, uh, athletic greens. Athletic greens is I love this. I I mean I use it at the minute I get up in the morning. I just use a couple of I use one scoop with water and I'm ready to go. It you know the energy it gives me is that of maybe three coffees at that point. Um, and I also wanted to improve my gut health. You know, I, I've been hearing over the last couple of years, prove your gut health, prove your gut health. And, you know, I did it gives you more energy. It optimizes your immune system. Uh, and you don't have to take pills. You just one scoop and you're ready to go. Um, you know, so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of athletic greens? You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamin minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, and your energy recovery focus and aging. Uh, I Like I said, I use this all the time. And the best thing for everybody is that it is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Uh, this is for you, and it has it contains one less 
it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And the best part, a uh, best part, I mean, it gets better and better is that it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So jump on this right now because they got a great deal. So great deal going right now. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and your arm and meat. And arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go ahead and visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and to pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So I just want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed. So go so go ahead and do that. Go ahead and check out our social media pages at, as well at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Uh, like I said, subscribe to the pod on YouTube. Subscribe to us on any audio platform you choose to, to use. And hit me up on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-E-N-K. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, conversing with you. Uh, love hearing all your questions as well, uh, whether it be in-game, after-game, or post-game. Uh, yeah, so if you're watching us on YouTube, on the ticker below, go ahead. Jot down all that information. Follow us everywhere. It really helps the podcast grow. Uh, and tell, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, one of the best gifts you could give them is this podcast in terms of in terms of listening, uh, as we continue to follow the lightning, as they continue to get it to or attempt to get it together. And I I really think that, you know, we've we've been talking quite a bit on this podcast over the last couple episodes about it. It might be time for Cooper to kind of like shake it up a little bit. And I'm not saying put Cooch on the third line, shake it up. You know, I think the third line, you know, Hagel is starting to come on. I thought Hagel on the first line would point Cooch. It's really starting to, it's really, you're starting to see it, it, those guys really gel together very well. Um, I think that Hagel, the last game, um, he, or just in general over the last couple of games, ever since Cooper has, has moved them up to the first line, I thought that you're starting to see Hagel kind of, have spurts of what we expected him to have last year when he was traded here. Um, so hopefully we could start to see, you know, that Brandon Hagel, not, you know, as, as much as I loved and I'm going to sit here real quick and say, you know, Brandon Hagel, what he was in the playoffs last year, what he did um, from his time coming to Tampa, he was great. He adapted. And, and that's what you want to see. You know, he wasn't this, this scorer that you saw with, with Chicago. He wasn't the, the, the 21 game score, uh, 21 goal scorer that we saw with, with Chicago. Um, but you know what? He adapted. He, he molded his game to fit the needs of the team and what he was able to do at that point in time. But, um, no, you're starting to see Hagel really come on. And, and, and I think maybe playing with point and coach and that, that, that allows him to kind of, that just allows his team in general to spread out the ice and, and, be a little bit more creative. I'm not saying Stamkos is is a player that holds them back, but I feel like with Stamkos, and we've spoken about this on the pod, that when Stamkos is on the ice, especially with Point and Coach, it, I feel like the offense 
runs through him. Um, and I always compare it to what Washington has done for years with, with Ovechkin, where you're just all you're really doing is just setting up for the one-timer from the circle. And we've seen it in losses. We've seen it in wins. Uh, teams know it's coming. And the Lightning, ever a creature of habit, just continue to go back to it. Yes, it works. But, you know, you shouldn't be trying to go back to it three, four times in a row, which they do. And subbing Hagel out. Sub, excuse me, subbing Stamkos out in that situation for Hagel on the wing. I think that's great. I think that that allows not only to get Hagel involved and kind of let him step up his offensive play and, and create more space, like like I said on on the ice, not only for him, but for all the players on that on the ice at that time. It allows Point and Cooch to kind of do their own thing without kind of hurting any other player on the ice. Uh you know, we've spoken about how really the, the strength of the points game is his speed, how really what he does is he'll take the he'll, he'll really just make the team, the other the other team on the ice work for it. Uh, he'll he'll take the puck and just try and try and skate through three, four guys uh, down the center into the slot, which is great. Um, but now that you have Cooch on the side, you have and then you have Hagel on the other you have that those weapons on the side of you. You know, you don't really have that with Stamkos on on the break as much. You know, I I, I think we could all agree that Hagel and Point and Cooch are a faster trio than Stamkos, Point and Cooch. And you you could allow yourself, especially if you have Hedman, you if you have that line plus you have Cooch and Hedman, you have two guys who could quarterback an offense. And then that allows you to kind of drop Stamkos off into that second line role with Paul and Kalorn. And then eventually once, once Sorelli comes back, you'll have Sorelli on the second line with him and Kalorn. Um, and yeah, it'll take a couple of games for Sorelli to get things going, but you know, you're giving yourself a fresh look. You're giving other teams a fresh look, a look that they have not seen this year. Whereas, like I said on earlier pods that the lightning love, they have a game plan and that's great, but they don't, when when that doesn't work, they just continue to go back to it until it, it they score a goal, like a oops goal, or or they just you know, it's it's something really what I'm trying to say is it's the shakeup is the best thing for Tampa because they're allowing themselves to get different looks uh with different players and different combos. Now obviously these combos and, and line line changes have probably been done in in practice, but you know that goes back to my point earlier on, you know, with, with Cooper saying the press during the press conference that, yeah, time to change things up. But at the same time, um, if you're if you're trying to improve on things and change things up in practice, let's see that. Let's see that in the game situation. Uh, so, you know, maybe something to think about. Maybe I would like to, you know, I, I don't want to shake up the first line now. Like I said, I love what Hagel's doing right now. I think it, you know, he, he had three points against Buffalo. Um, he had a point last night and a goal, obviously against Edmonton. So he's starting to come on. I mean, he's had a point in his last three games, uh, two straight games with a goal. So, you know, he's starting to pick it up. Uh, so, which is great to see. And, but really I think what it, what, what it comes down to is the third and fourth lines. That's where the lightning kind of drop off quite a bit where they kind of become quiet. Yeah, that third line, they they get a little hectic. 
here and there, and I love it. I mean, Kepke was doing a lot of good things last night. I, I That was one of the more better games that I've seen out of him all season long. So, really, I think, you know, should should Cooper play around with that? Should he put Kepke on the on the fourth line? I mean, it doesn't hurt your chances if you put it on there for a couple of uh, couple of shifts. If you throw Kepke on with on on the wing with Maroon and and Belmar, I don't have a problem with that. I and mean, and he, that gives Perry some more offensive time, and he doesn't really have to play as physical uh, of a game on the on the fourth line where he could just go into the third and kind of just get Colton going, get Nemestikov going because I just, you know, Nemestikov he's still kind of trying to figure it out. Colton is just he's struggling out there, man. He's struggling. I mean, yeah, and you could see it. I mean, that's the one thing about Colton is that you don't have to wonder whether or not what's go, you know, whether he's having a good time out there or not. I mean, he wears his emotions pretty bluntly. So uh, he's struggling, and uh, hopefully, you know, you put Perry out there on the third line. That could shake things up, open up the ice for him, and and get things going for Colton. Uh, because you get him going, uh, we saw what he did last year, and and I and I firmly believe, you know, you'll start to see a little bit more of an improvement from this team as a whole if you get Colton going, if you get Hagel going, uh, even if you get Paul going. Because I think eventually, what the plan will be. Is obviously once Sorelli comes back, Kepke is the the odd man out. I think we could all agree that's going to be the more likely scenario. I, I can't, I can't figure that they're going to sit in a Mestikov, especially after signing him. Um, so yeah, Kepke will probably be the, the the odd man out. Paul will go down to the third line, and then you have Colton Nemestikov and and Paul, and then. You know, you get those two guys going on the wings with Nemestikov down the middle, which I think they'll switch out Paul for. I think Paul will be in the in the in the second, uh, excuse me, in the center position at certain times. But I would like to see Paul out on the wing because you know he has shown he can score uh, and and he can put the puck in the back of the net and do good things offensively. So, you know, the moves are there for John Cooper. I re- I just really think it's now just a matter of him maybe taking a little bit of a a risk at switching some parts around. Um, and we'll have to wait and see. Like I said, you know, it's one thing to do it and play with things during practice. It's another to really put that to use uh, during real game situations. So wrapping things up, like I said, the Lightning do have a tough road ahead of them. Uh, as well as, you know, like I said, they're also standing sitting – Two points back uh, of Toronto, which I think that you know the way Toronto's playing, it's kind of unfortunate that the Tampa that Tampa is also kind of just struggling to get things going. Um, but yeah, they need to get things going. They they need to you know they they kind of blew their chance the other night against Edmonton. But you have opportunity to really get things going real quick, uh, really really get the momentum flowing because they're going to need it. I mean, they have a tough road ahead of them. They got the Capitals twice, one home and away. And then you got Dallas coming up, which I don't remember off the top of my head if Jake Ottinger is still um, out with an injury. If if that's the case, then the Lightning are pretty lucky because if you don't know about Jake Ottinger, I think, you know, if he – if last year's playoffs are any indication – of what kind of player he's going to be. Uh, he's going to potentially be a top five goalie, I think, 
towards the end of the season. Uh, and then you got Calgary and, you know, Nashville, who had a bad loss the other night against Seattle. And then you got Boston, who one of the best teams in the league. I mean, there's no doubt if, ands, or buts about that. Uh, and then you got St. Louis, who's struggling, who I still think, you know, even St. Louis, who, who like I said, is struggling, not doing well. Uh, I think they've lost seven in a row. Uh, that's still a game that I firmly believe is not even, you know, in a bag or a guarantee for the lightning. So they really need to buckle down. Uh, and then you got Buffalo and Boston to end out the month of November. So, you know, not an, not a crazy tough road to end the month, but not an easy one. And if we know anything from past experiences and especially the other night and, and even early on in the, in the month with, uh, Ottawa, Nothing is guaranteed going into the game with this this lightning team. Um, right now, we can't we can't just allow ourselves to think that this team is going to go in there and do the right thing early on. Um, and I think that's what really John Cooper needs to hammer home over the next couple of days in practice. Other than obviously efficiency on special teams, he really just needs to hammer home with this team and emphasize if he hasn't already. Um, what they need to do from the initial puck drop. This team should be flying around 200 feet for the at least the first opening 10 minutes. I mean, especially when you're at home, that's your home ice. You know, just show some aggressive aggression early on. You know, don't allow the other team to settle in. This isn't anything new to my listeners or people watching on YouTube about this Tampa team. So really, we need to see we need to see the fruits of their labor in practice. We need to see a team. Yes, there were some good things done in this game against Edmonton, but as previously stated over the previous two episodes, there was a lot that was not done. Uh, so we need to see Tampa really respond against Washington. Um, like I said, they have a couple of days off they, they to think about this and work on things. And, you know, on a scale of one to five, five being overly optimistic and one being just the all hope is lost, I'm going to say a three I, is constituted in this situation. I really think Tampa really needs to prove not only to the fans and, you know, the Capitals that they, they're they for real in terms of what kind of team they want to be and that, you know, they still value themselves as a playoff contender. Um, but they need to show themselves that they could go out there and, and, and the fans that they could show up, go out there that they're actually taking this seriously. Um, I'm curious what some of the player statements are going to be over the course of the, the next couple of days. And obviously as those drop, some of those interviews come out or maybe even some of the articles that will drop over the next couple of days, we will discuss those because I'm very curious as to what the overall mood is going to be uh, with the Tampa, Tampa media over the next couple of days and how, what they're thinking. Um, going forward. So we will talk about that as all that comes out. So in the meantime, that'll be it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.